0: You're about to listen to an episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss interesting HR topics and solve some of our listeners' submitted questions. And occasionally I'll go off HR topic and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Think barbecue, space exploration, technology, money, managing, business, things that interest all of us. We get a lot of emails with questions. Stay tuned for details on how you can submit yours to the show. And now, let's get started. All right, everybody, we're here for another episode of What the Hell Just Happened in HR. Today, I'm gonna to be joined by CC. As you all know, CC is HR for the HR people <laughs> over at Cedar HR Solutions. And in, in, uh, in, in, uh, CC, I know today's topic is, uh, well, it was really a hot topic there for a while. Uh, employee engagement. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's still a really important uh, topic. Like we yeah. get all these things, quiet quitting and that goes away. And then we, yeah. got, we can't find any applicants and that gets better. So cyclically, there's all kinds of things that come up in the world of being a small business owner. Mm-hmm. By the way, for all the small business owners out there listening, which is just about everybody, <laughs> I, I just want to say something um, before we start in on this podcast, because I think this helps support you in this. What I don't what I'm not sure that the world gets, or even you who are listening, is that we as small business owners, whether or not we employ two people, ten people, twenty people, forty people, a hundred people, even you know, in the in the greater scheme of things, even two hundred people is a is a small business. Yeah. I don't think the world or we realize just how how much of a uh, that we make up the backbone of the economy? Oh,
1: absolutely! And I was waiting where you were going with that, but yeah, totally I, agree. I mean,
0: in the United States, small business. I mean, Google, great, you know, you know, all these larger companies. I mean, I'm you know, I'm thankful for Amazon. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. the you know the the eight thousand convenience. People. Yeah, <laughs> and the convenience and everything else. But when I really think about what gets me going in the morning and what keeps us going over at Cedar and what makes me want to do this podcast, is we're trying to give things to people who are running their own business. Yeah. And I am trying to impart ideas that larger companies have to adapt to mm-hmm. if they want to be successful and grow and have good people and and give it to someone who only has one employee so yeah. far. They, one day you're going to have five and you're going to have 10. And I believe that it's better to get this education kind of sitting there and in the back of your head even years before you grow to that, it, 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 yeah. you know, so that you just kind of it, it feels familiar to you when you see the problem. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember reading about that. I can I need to go back and kind of take a look at it. So I believe that employee engagement is one of these things.
1: I, I agree with you. I would also actually argue that it is more important in a small business to have highly engaged employees, than it is in a really large business because right. one person who is unengaged and is not being productive and is maybe spreading some feelings of animosity mm-hmm. or around, upset, yeah, it, that's going to affect so many, so much more of your employee pool than it is in a company of two hundred or two thousand.
0: We we don't use this analogy as much as we used to. It was the bad apple. You put mm-hmm. one bad apple in a basket of good apples, and before long, the bad apple infects the other good apples. And you just you, it's I, it's not the bad apple's fault all the time. I don't right. want to place fault on that on that human being. It's just wrong person, wrong time. Maybe not the right leadership. Maybe yeah. not the right manager. I mean, it it is a panacea of different things that cause that apple, that proverbial apple, yeah. to not to not be working out. Um, starting. With something that we're not going to talk about today, but you hired the damn wrong person and put them in a <laughs> position that they're not supposed to be in, or you didn't, or you didn't ask the right questions, yeah. or you didn't, you didn't think about your culture. Um, and these are all little keywords that I'm throwing in here right now because this is what this podcast is about. A lot of times is coming in and, and talking about these things. So employee engagement. I don't know uh, how do you, how do we. Um, when people go, how can I stop losing folks? Yeah. I keep losing folks. The first answer we usually get – get the first couple of answers have to do with something with establishing some culture and then yeah. making sure the employee is engaged. And then what – so the next question is, well, what does engage mean? Eh,
1: yeah.
0: It means a lot of things.
1: It does. But, I mean, I think a generally accepted um, definition is when – Um, people feel involved and they feel enthusiastic to be at your workplace Mm -hmm. and one of your employees.
0: So, um, if I take that another step for everybody listening involved and what was the other one?
1: enthusiastic and, to be and, Okay. So
0: involved in enthusiasm generally come from understanding what role, what your role mm-hmm. in the company actually accomplishes for the company. Right. And that, that in some way fits into the reasons why you get out of bed in the morning, mm-hmm. why that employee gets out of bed in the morning. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, they don't have to be enthusiastically crazy about doing it every day, but they sure. do understand what it is. And I think one... Being clear about that uh, includes communicating it.
1: Absolutely. And
0: also um, course corrections, mm-hmm. which are, um, are done properly, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and also lots of celebrating when the yes. little, the little, and the big wins.
1: That is a big one. Yeah. Um, appreciation, recognition, celebration of of what they've contributed. Mm-hmm. That's huge in employee engagement.
0: Yeah, even the little things. Like, yeah. I tell I tell folks like you've had an employee who's just habitually late, and we we're like, well, you know, I don't know what we're going to do about this, but you know, you're like the, 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 the the member at Cedar is like, they're habitually late, but I really like them, but it's kind of infecting things that's causing all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. And then you've talked to them, you've talked to them, and then finally you go to them and you say something like, I'm, I can't make you be on time. I, I just can't. Yep. Here's the way this is impacting your other your fellow employees. You know, you've know, you gone through all those things. And as my mom would say, I've talked to you too. I'm blue in the <laughs> face. And you finally say to him, I'm not going to try and punish you into doing this. Right. I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to make a different choice where you're concerned and where everyone's concerned. I'm going to choose to not work with people who are habitually seven and eight and twenty minutes behind all the time, mm-hmm. um, due to their own due their own decision making process. Sure. Um, I I I think that at some point you 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 might have to have that conversation with someone. But to my other point of celebrating the wins, you may think, well, they should be on time. And now they've been on time every day for 14 days, which is a miracle. Yeah. You, you need to go celebrate that with them.
1: Absolutely. I
0: see the effort you're putting into it. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate it. Please keep it up. So mm-hmm. it's a little celebration and there's an underlying threat, right? <laughs> in the, right in that last statement, please, yeah, please keep it, it up. That is a form of engagement.
1: It is, absolutely. Well, and and that is one of the ways that you see engagement either show up or not. I mm-hmm. mean, that's one of the metrics that you look at is what what is your absenteeism look right. like. Um, but And it, it can be hard, right, because that is a pretty baseline expectation mm-hmm. is that people are here when they're supposed to be here and mm-hmm. they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So it can be really hard to, to get in the that. headspace to go – But if you can frame it the way you did, where you're talking about the effort that they're putting in and and how they're trying to show you that they are committed. And how
0: it impacted that week.
1: Absolutely. And that can really lead to a greater connection between Mm -hmm. you and that employee. And that is also uh, one of the drivers of engagement is connection with the employer.
0: So on the other end, or with the manager, and by the way, you have to teach managers. So managers who are listening, you have to teach yourself to be able to do these things. Mm Um, and I hope you picked up on that thing I said. I can't punish somebody into doing anything. That parental thing there, I can. I can offer consequences. I can, and I will sometimes. Um, but but it's getting the person to choose to be enthusiastic, to choose to be involved. But you can't just tell everybody. You need to. I we used to when I owned the bar, we used to have a when the break area where they would you know store their stuff and mm. and. You know, drop off their coats and stuff. We had a big sign above the door that said, smile, <laughs> explicative, damn it. Yeah. And um, and uh, it was, it. you know, I, I got to tell you, that doesn't work. Telling yeah. people to smile, be enthusiastic, be better, enjoy your job. Mm-hmm. But there was context for that. For Mm -hmm. that sign that was above, it was kind of like a, I know you don't love sport ball, but (laughs) almost all teams have some saying that they're all adopted to and they're running and they hit, you know, they tap it (laughs) on the way out to Uh the, to the field. And, um, and and so we, we, you, you know, we use that, but, but again, you can't just tell people to smile They they, they either have it in them. Well, B, is it even important that they smile if they're in the back all the time and they're not really a smiler? Do you really care? They're not working with customers. Um, Cece's looking at me like, I want them to smile, damn it, all the
1: time. No, I was actually flashing back to when I danced uh, Folklorico and uh you had to put Vaseline on your teeth if you couldn't remember to smile. Oh. And it's funny because the end result of that is kind of what you're talking about. You don't actually look happy you know, when you're performing. Yeah, you you can see their teeth and it's uncomfortable and stuff, but you read all that on their face. Yeah. So if you can't breathe that like it, yes. as an internal motivator, it shows up externally.
0: Yeah, and so if you want to help people to be better and to make these adjustments, then I think that you know part of it is is, is everything that we just talked about. Well, I I believe w- w- another great way to get people to engage is to be strategic in, in, in setting goals mm-hmm. for the company, for the team, and even for the individual. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like if
0: you can do this, this will happen and these good things will come from it. And, and that can lead to an even larger conversation, which is, you know, everybody, it's been tough. Rents are going up. All these things can, can go up. Everything that I've been talking about here with you. Uh, helps me address these things with you, because I know we all would like to make a little bit more money here. I'd like to make more money as Mm -hmm. the owner. You'd like to make more money as as employees. If we can begin to start hitting these goals, I think I can do better for all of you. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, maybe this year we'll contribute more to your 401k. Maybe this year we'll add some extra paid days off, or maybe we'll, we've grown enough. We've gone from two employees. We've got six. It's time for us to start paying some vacation time around here. You have to help me be able to pay for it. It that money just doesn't appear. We're right. not Google. We don't have we literally don't have 18 personal jets here. Yeah. We we the money comes from somewhere. And and and, and again, this engagement thing begins to connect people back to mm-hmm. things like the money, like the profit margin. Mm-hmm. Like hey everybody, we could add one more person to the team. Or we could all absorb these and I could take the money we would pay that other person and then I could put it into the bonus program or I could put it into uh, uh, 7% raises instead of 3% raises or, you know, whatever that might look like.
1: Yeah. And then the key there is that you've got to commit to it. Once you've put it out there, oh yeah, you know, people are going to remember and they're going to really hold you accountable then in one way or another to the extent that they can, right? They're going to bring it back up to you, or they will leave if they get nothing, and and that's their method of being able to hold you accountable.
0: Everybody, so this is Cece's way of reminding me that every now and then I'll do an all-hands meeting, and I'll say something in the meeting, and Cece's sitting there listening and going, hmm, that's the first I've heard of that. We don't have a plan. I don't even know how to get all of these people free lunch twice a week or whatever it is, whatever thing that I said. So uh, I guess- that
1: rarely happens anymore. Well, it's because
0: I get corrective actions, y'all. I get the, this is the issue. This is the impact of what you did. And here's the correction. You better not do that again. Um, uh, The, the, it, very good point, Mm -hmm. by the way, don't, don't pontificate, yeah. Be, you know, if you're going to do this, have some kind of a plan there. And, and, and the other thing is, is if this is new to you and new to your team, make it something that you really feel like you guys can, can accomplish. Because if you stick with me over time, you're going to begin to, uh, uh, I, I'm saying literally as a listener, if you stick with me over time, you're going to hear me talk more and more about creating the kind of strategy and the goals that are big, Mm-hmm. That you almost can't reach, mm-hmm. and that that there's a reason for doing that. But this isn't the time when you yeah. first start setting uh, little goals and stuff for people. Um, uh, well, when you first start setting goals and trying to get people to to uh, engage,
1: yeah. And there's a double-edged sword tactic, you know, that some people take, and that's like sending out surveys um, or things like that to hear what the employee wants. I'm won. not a fan
0: of surveys. Yeah, we've yeah.
1: talked about. That offline and
0: um, I mean I mean we've done it before and we've gotten mixed mixed mm-hmm. stuff from it. But what we find is is that the angry people, the people who are having yeah. troubles or whatever, are stick out like a sore thumb. And bless their hearts, they're just expressing themselves. Yeah. And then and then, but it, I'm just not a fan of these these mm-hmm. surveys.
1: Well, I think the biggest risk with them is, especially in a smaller business where you don't have the sorts of resources mm-hmm. Google or something does is. You're going to get answers, um, almost 100% guaranteed. You will get answers that you cannot give them what they are asking for. Can't do anything about. And then you have now appeared as though you are not listening. Right. And that is the real danger. And so you have to either be prepared to very directly address. Mm -hmm. I hear that all of you want daycare benefits or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I cannot provide that to you and be, have an honest conversation, I think a better alternative is maybe to outline a couple of things that you are willing to do mm-hmm. and have a conversation with them about what would be most valuable to the majority.
0: There, another approach, CC. Um, it- to expand on that mm-hmm. most valuable to the, to the team is in your one-on-ones, if you're having them or your managers are having them, or mm-hmm. if it's just you and your one or two or five employees, in your, in your one-on-ones or in your conversations with them, part of the reason why you're listening to them and you're actually talking about some of the challenges that a person might be having in life mm-hmm. is that you may be able to pick up a theme amongst all your employees and you may be able to identify three or four things of which you can only afford to do one. Yeah. And say to the team, I have three or four things, and they feel more relevant because you've been listening, they've been talking, and you say, yeah. you know, guys, we could do a gym membership. Mm-hmm. I could contribute this. I could do that. Or I could do this other thing. Yeah. Which of these do you guys find the most valuable? Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, we get to <laughs> what I'm going to close this out with on this conversation okay. is you don't, you, you're not just listening, but you're hearing So in engagement, it's a two-way street. So in order for you to pick the – first of all, the right things that are more what I would call benefits Mm -hmm. that help to engage and keep people – you, you really have to be in a constant process of getting feedback from, yeah. from your employees and, and wanting to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you may get a lot of feedback and think about this over a year and still not figure out what it is that they want. Or you're like, okay, I got it figured out. Everybody said they want gym memberships. And then two months later – you hear from everybody that they that was a stupid idea, and that <laughs> they didn't really want the gym memberships. They they now realize that. Yeah. Well, part of the listening is to say, look, I hear you. Let's get rid of the gym memberships, or or, or you know whatever that might look like. Let's get rid of that, and let's do this other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then always, for the evil purposes of the manager and the owner, all of this can be tied back into the way that we can pay for this, or the way that mm-hmm. we can make the space for this, or or you mm-hmm. know the the thing that we need to do. These are the things that we need to accomplish within the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember when we all committed to not uh, uh, to, to getting more referrals and we were going to bump the numbers up and we got stagnant? Well, here's, a, here's where that comes into play. We have to get that program back on track. Right. That's the only way that we're going to be able to pay for this and for this other thing to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. So um, employee engagement isn't about giving them things.
1: No, it's not. That's
0: a tiny little piece and part of it. It doesn't cure anything.
1: No, no. I think the the bigger issue is the connection, kind of the genuine back and forth communication. Yeah. Um, and some transparency is usually important.
0: CC asked me this question. What happens when I'm trying to engage with someone and they're just, they're not happy? It's not pleasant. I don't ever get anything positive out of mm-hmm. them. They just don't. I mean- you don't have to re ask me that question.
1: Sure, but what do you do?
0: It, you, you get them out of there. Yeah, they're they're not they're not going to be. I mean, they may be good at their job, but culturally, they're never going to be a part of what makes you grow as yeah. a human being and makes your joy and everything else. You don't need to be mean to them or anything. You right. have the wrong person in the wrong position because you choose to work with people. Who are as happy as they can be, Mm -hmm. not all the time, Mm -hmm. who are engaged in the work when they love it, who will actually do the part of the job that they hate when when, when it sucks, and we all have that part of it, but who still come out whole in the end.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there for some people, that is just always going to be a barrier. They Maybe they just don't have a passion. And so there isn't something that they want to do, but they have to work to they have survive. have to work to pay,
0: pay their bills. Yeah. Um,
1: and those are always the people we try not to bring in here mm-hmm. um, because they're just never going to buy in to what, what it is that we do and, yeah. and add value in their own way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not their fault. They just yeah. ha- it hasn't been modeled for them yet. Yeah, you're looking for people who have had great modeling and had mm-hmm. some good leadership and and um, and and you know. That's kind of what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cece, as always, this, I think this is a really good topic, employee engagement. Um, I don't have any secrets here. It's an overall program. It's yeah. a mindset. It involves all sorts of components, but you can start small and work your way up.
1: Yeah. And it will look different everywhere depending on who your team is. Oh, yeah.
0: Definitely. You yeah. get to make it your own. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's built around the personalities of the people mm-hmm. and, and who you are as a leader and, and uh, e- even your patients. I mean, yeah. it all like, like, okay. I said we were ending <laughs> but but I want I want to recognize that we uh, I don't know if we still work with them or not we used to work with a kind of a mega practice down in Atlanta mm-hmm. and the kind of the joke of the practice was was that they would they would give you nitrous in the waiting room in order to relieve your um, in anxiety. order to relate your anxiety. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, of course they yeah, wouldn't yeah. do that. But they were their advertising was want to be knocked out for this? Well, <laughs> you know, we do all these things, it's pain-free. And when you walked in, the Grateful Dead was playing. There was incense burning sometimes, and there were like, you know, Grateful Dead memorabilia and tie-dyes and stuff. That was their culture. Yeah. They hired for that culture. Yeah. The right people had to fit into it. And and then on the other end, we have the other oh, far, far end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. which is a Boston doctor who's in downtown Boston who is you know the man shows up in a in a four thousand dollar suit because his <laughs> clients are wearing four thousand dollar suits yeah. it's no it's a no-nonsense kind of practice they're there to do business and you can have just as great of a business and a team in the absolutely. boston office as you as you have in the atlanta office where everybody's got tattoos
1: absolutely
0: yeah yeah okay everybody go ahead, get out there and get some tattoos <laughs> all right cc thanks for bringing thanks, this to us Paul. bye
1: Thanks for joining us for this
0: week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. If you have an HR issue, question, or just want to add a comment about something Paul said, record it on your phone and send to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. We might even ask if we can play it on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again next week.